0: Hi, and welcome to the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host Shannon Cunningham. I'm excited to welcome Emily Gibbs back to the podcast today. I interviewed Emily and her husband Tommy in season two, episode 19, which is what which was in January 2020. I can't believe that. As you all know, this was right before the world started shutting down. <laughs> It's wonderful to be back with her today to talk about her new position at LJPc. Hi, Emily.
1: Hi, Shannon. I'm so happy so ec- to be here. I know
0: I'm so excited. You're yeah. working at the church.
1: I no, I get to see and work with so many friendly faces. It's been so much fun.
0: It's really fun. Yeah. So, so let's start by getting an update on how you've been and how your family has been um, through the crazy sixteen plus months of COVID.
1: Yeah, so What's going on? I have Kennedy, who's five and a half, and Harper, who's almost three. And last year, we were super lucky that um, Mahoy Presbyterian Preschool was still open, and that is where Kennedy was attending. And um, the staff and um, preschool director, Barbara, there, and like the whole administration team and all the teachers just did such a great job. Um making it safe for them to go back and welcoming in such a kind of a little bit of a different environment and all the adjustments that they made. So we were super lucky that Kennedy was able to go back. And then I actually stayed home with Harper and I was laid off of both my contracting jobs, which was a blessing in disguise because I, was so unsure of what the future was going to hold. And every day seemed like something new was going to take place or something new was going to change. And you have hope that something's going to change and then it doesn't. So it's just, it was so many ups and downs last year. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was actually a blessing that I was able to have my whole attention focused on the girls. Right. And then, so I started working again with um one of my clients i do public relations or i was doing public relations and had my own clients and they asked me to come back earlier this year and um so i had been working with them and they're a super fun client and i love the company and the people but it they're a startup so i started getting a little bit too much work Mm -hmm. going on right right yeah Um, So it was trying to find that balance, and that at that point Harper had started going to La Jolla Presbyterian Mm. Church preschool, and so both girls were in school, and I was working, but um, it was there was not enough hours to (laughs) um, fit in during the school days, so it was kind of seeping into other time with the girls outside of school.
0: Hard to juggle, and and did La Jolla Press preschool close? at it,
1: all? It never closed. It, never did. Okay. Um, it just, it was online for a few months um, at the beginning of COVID. And then in September, they opened back up in person mm-hmm. and they just really made some great adjustments that were um, great for the kids, for the families and the teachers and maintained strict cohorts and mm-hmm. um, kept everyone safe. And I think, um, you know, there were, there was like maybe one, time that we had to close down just our classroom Mm. and it for two weeks, but that was all that it was and everything went, you know, ended up all right and everyone was healthy and, um, staying safe. That's so good. Yeah. And so just
0: remind people, uh, just so they know that you have someone very special in your life that works at the preschool (laughs) and then also remind who your husband is and his connection to the church. Yeah.
1: So, Um, I feel like on the podcast last time, I probably talked about how when I first joined the church, I felt like a little bit of a celebrity because (laughs) everyone (laughs) knew um, my husband, Tommy Gibbs, who is super involved in Sunhouse um, in his earlier years at the church. And then my um, dearest Mm mother-in-law, who I love so much, I love my husband, too, but Julie's great. So, (laughs) Julie Gibbs. (laughs) Love it. She is um, just so amazing, and it was so special for our girls to be able to go to preschool with Mm -hmm. their grandma. Amazing. helpful for me because she loves taking them home some days or picking them up from the house to take them to school. Um, So, it's just been such a special, unique situation, Um, and we're just so blessed Mm -hmm. that we... Have her there, so. right,
0: right, and let's not forget that you have another relative that works here at the church
1: too. Yes, <laughs> we. I know everyone. I was like, Paul, are you sure you want to hire me here? Because I think we have too many Gibbs people working at the church. I love um, it. But my brother-in-law Ronnie mm-hmm. um, is one of the custodians mm-hmm. here, and he puts a smile on everyone's face. Right. With his uh, funny wit and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's just a friendly guy. So. Yes, he's
0: awesome. Yeah. I know. I love it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your new role here at the church. What yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're excited. We're excited to hear about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I kind of stopped the story yet. I became really busy working with right. my um, public relations client. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was in this place of like, what am I going to be doing in the future? Because I can't sustain this mm-hmm. um, with art because I don't have childcare set up outside the school. And I wasn't feeling comfortable working full time at this age with the girls and just what our family needs were. And, um, you know, Paul ended up, telling me about this position that was opening and he's like, would you ever want to work at a church? And I just, <laughs> I've thought about it before, but I kind of thought I would be working at a church like when I'm much older and the girls are, you know, middle school or something and in yeah. school more full time and maybe volunteering or something. I didn't know what it looked like, but I definitely felt called to be working at a church mm. at some point. And um, so he ended up hiring and kind of created, Forming this position around um, some of the areas that I worked in in the past, um, but I'm the hospitality coordinator and i'm going to be working on a lot of the events for the church um to bring the community back and help people make connections again mm-hmm. one of my first orders of business was bringing back the coffee <laughs> and then that went into scones and i added a little splash of croissants in there right. you know to spice things up yes so it's, it's been well-received on Sunday mornings. Yes, and, people are so uh, happy. <laughs> I know. And then um, there was a search for tables. And so we got tables mm-hmm. out there with the help of um, Roy, uh, who's, what's his title again? The Roy, facilities, facilities Manager. Facilities Manager. Mm-hmm. Yes, he just runs everything. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. He does, to does, so, limiting that title because he does much more than that.
0: <laughs> well, maybe he's called like the operations yeah. director of the world. Probably. I don't know, something like that. Maybe,
1: but he's, <laughs> he and his team have been great in setting everything up. So, um, but that was one of the first things I did. And then working on a summer event to help connect people and um, just some married couple events that will be coming up mm-hmm. where we'll have kind of, you know, little dinners and, um, Time to connect with just the adults without, without the kids at home mm-hmm. or with the kids at home. And um, I help with the men's ministry events and I guess just kind of bringing a sense of hospitality onto the campus after a year of um, kind of isolation, really. Mm, right, right.
0: I want, I want to talk a little bit more about what's coming up, but first I want to go back to the scones and the croissants because <laughs> this is very important to people. Um, tell, it's kind of cute, the story about how you decided what you were going to serve on Sunday mornings. So, uh, Paul told me that you kind of gathered.
1: Oh. Some things yeah, together. Yes. Well, it's funny because I guess I've been in the corporate world and then I've been out on my own working before, and then now I this is my first time in ministry, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of been a, an, an adjustment. And it, I mean, nothing too crazy, but it's definitely an adjustment. And so I, to be, to begin with, I kind of thought it was funny. I was in meetings about coffee. <laughs>
0: Like, how like, many people oh. were in a meeting about coffee? Yeah, how mean, like well, you and, and Paul yeah, and who totally.
1: else? Um, probably Susie and, um, <laughs> let's see, Jim and Justin. It might have been. I, oh, my gosh. But anyway, so I decided. That's so Presbyterian. To, yeah, yeah. I decided to go down the street to Brick and Bell, which mm-hmm. is where the scones and croissants are mm-hmm. from. And I, um, you know, I was the new girl, so I needed to up my game there in terms of, <laughs> you know brownie points and I right. guess in this case scone points yes. and so I brought a smorgasbord of <laughs> scones and croissants and helped let everyone kind of weigh in on. you know there was you know consideration of cinnamon rolls but those were just way too messy too and messy. sticky yeah. and I mean they would have been <laughs> delicious but if you go down to Brick and Bell if you want to try yes, them they're right, delicious, right. But. Um, yeah, so I brought him into the meeting and everyone kind of had their opinions. And mm-hmm. I also learned that our um, technical director, Justin, has a background in culinary. So yes, he, he really appreciated the croissants. Oh, and, good. Um, so I felt comfortable with the sign off <laughs> from, from nice. him and the rest of the team. Nice. Yeah. They
0: seem to be what goes first.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little bit of a surprise mm-hmm. coming up. Because everyone was used to the scones, mm-hmm. we did do away with the uh, raisin scones. That was
0: scandalous. Yeah, Emily. I know.
1: It's uh, I not it, for me because I don't. I, I like the cranberry well, that's and the chocolate. What I chip. heard I, you know raisin <laughs> just became too sneaky. Some people would confuse it with chocolate, and it would be an issue. So, oh my you know, gosh. I love that we're talking about through this. all these things in my coffee scone meeting. And it was, but it's important. <laughs> it I've come so to funny. learn that those small things are what counts. And oh it's gosh. put a smile on people's faces right. on Sunday mornings. Right. Um, because of COVID, we um, ended up creating volunteers to serve the coffee and the scones just to yes. limit some of the touching. Um, mm-hmm. Not that that's such an issue we've come right. to learn, but it's more than that. It's been a friendly face from someone mm-hmm. at church who's... Um, can kind of interact more and encourage people to talk. Right. And it's not just sneaking away with a scone. You actually have to say hi to someone.
0: Right, <laughs> right. I know that's so nice. Yeah. So I have a confession to make about the scones. Okay. I don't know if I should tell this, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, so I have, even before COVID, I'm not a germaphobe, but I don't like to, if there's like a basket of something mm-hmm. and everybody's like kind of pawing over it, I don't usually eat yeah. Out of the basket. So uh, I would want a scone on Sunday morning. But, you know, there's a lot of people yeah. gathered around the basket of scones.
1: Little little kid paws. Right. Little kids.
0: And and this yeah. was before COVID people. Mm-hmm. So before COVID. So there were a lot of people around that area. And so if I wanted a scone, I knew in the kitchen where they kept the scones oh. that they were going to bring out for the 11 o'clock or for after the uh-huh. 11 o'clock service. Okay. So I would sneak into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> Open the box and take my scone.
1: That's so perfect. <laughs> Out of the fresh box. Well, now we've solved the problem for you. So there's now there's no problem. Yeah. yeah, we're using the tongs, passing them on the napkins. right, right. Oh, and my two little girls have been super excited that mommy has brought like they that I'm involved in bringing the scones to oh, church. Oh, I love so, it. I think that they like to help out sometimes in passing. So if there's two little girls behind the yes. scone station, sometimes that's Kennedy and Harper. Yes. And They, they are super fun and, they are like rock to get stars. Their fair share of scones.
0: <laughs> they're rock stars. Well, and I just love that kind of atmosphere that you created there because I feel like um, a lot of people are taking advantage of it. You know, they're mm-hmm. leaving the eight forty-five. They're going there. They're coming early to the ten. They're staying mm-hmm. there, and I feel like it's just this chance for us all to reconnect and that that's the whole purpose of it yeah and so it's been great to see that courtyard busy mm-hmm. and people just enjoying
1: yeah. bell shipping mm-hmm. and I've, I've really enjoyed it being out in the courtyard too versus mm-hmm. the room yes. that it was in behind there before it mm-hmm. feels more op- uh, open obviously outdoors and enjoying the san diego weather right. and just kind of a little bit easier to socialize in there
0: yes i think our first sunday was it our first Sunday having food out there and coffee? Or maybe it was just coffee, but it started raining. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And people, they didn't flee. You know, normally they just kind of moved under the sails, like yeah. uh, the, the shade sails. Uh-huh. Like people are, were so desperate to hang out and to just have that fellowship yes. that the rain did not make people run we were just like we're going to stay we're
1: just going to move a little bit it was so (laughs) fun I mean I was there that Sunday and it was fun to see that and then we've just had such amazing volunteers and they stuck it out and um, luckily Roy had you know things through these things and provided umbrellas for the to shade the sun from the food and then seagulls probably (laughs) (laughs) and uh but then that was helpful for when it sprinkled, which right. typically never happens. But I guess it was probably June gloom or something. Yes,
0: but. something like that. Yeah, I so. know, it's so good. So so good start for you. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, so tell us about the the plan you have for the summer, the kind of community building or yeah. whatever it is that you're well, calling it.
1: We we're calling it the Endless Summer Olympics. What? Um, I know, it's kind of a fun... Um, Family-centered event okay. that is really for all church members, though, because it's either you can participate as a family or a spectate or just come out and have a picnic um, dinner where you bring your own picnic and take out. And we're going to be set up on the lawn of the rec center. This is exciting, um, Emily. Yeah. So I worked with Cynthia, who kind of um, uh, thought thought of this idea first. Mm. She, she really, you know, has been working in the church longer and Mm -hmm. on events and stuff and was like you know i kind of had a dream about this event and um (laughs) she shared it with me and i was like oh that sounds amazing like we need a first event back um we're probably not going to be doing the harvest festival Mm -hmm. this year Mm -hmm. but mainly because we want to focus on our church community right um and create events for our church community to connect again Mm, and of course bring friends anytime you know from outside Uh, it's always welcoming of everyone Um, but we've all been away from each other from for the past year that we wanted Mm -hmm. a fun way for our church members and people who attend the church or are interested in attending the church to come um, gather around at the end of summer and so there's going to be minute to win it style games love it families and different rounds Um, it's all kind of formulating a little bit more I need to Work with the amazing uh, children's ministry team because they've—they're um, definitely more skilled in the cool, fun family games than I am. So, um, yeah, that's another area of ministry I'm learning to like help. Ask for help in all different departments, and Good. you know, everyone has spiritual gifts and. Um, mm-hmm. Pulling them all together to make a fun community event. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. that'll be at the end of August. So more details
0: to come. That's exciting. I hope we're in town. I don't think you're in town. We're not in town? (laughs) You're not in town. Oh, no, Emily. Oh, no. I was so excited. (laughs) Because we're taking Micah to college.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. No. Wow. Now it's so bad it. that I'm Let's breaking it. Let's move the date. <laughs> just for me. We, I know, we tried to do it. We were going to do it earlier, but yeah. then I was traveling. Right, so it's right.
0: Okay. And another interesting part oh, of the job geez. is okay. yeah,
1: navigating summer plans and, <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah, so. yes,
0: definitely. It happens. Mm-hmm. Well, good. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, so what else do you have coming up?
1: Um, the, the couples event nights that we're gonna be working on in the fall. We have um a house already lined up and just need to work on securing a date, mm-hmm. but it will just be a fun night um that we've done in the past that um mm-hmm. the Erica Hill who yes, used to in right. this position, used to coordinate. Mm-hmm. Used to be co- called the young married couple mm-hmm. event nights, mm-hmm. but um, you know, we're you know, we're not all that youngish anymore. So we're just gonna call <laughs> it the couples. <laughs> Married couples event night or something. I think that's so, smart. I think well, that's we just don't want to make anyone feel like, oh, I think that's good. Yeah. Everyone's young at heart, but like, you know, <laughs> we won't want them to not come because they don't think they're young by age. So it's just right. a fun way for couples from the church to connect and um, get away from the kids. And usually it's just more of a socialization mm-hmm, hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul or someone sometimes, you know, talks a little bit about mm-hmm. what's going on at the church and upcoming stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have that going on. And then there's some men's ministry events to look out for, which I think haven't been set in stone yet. Um, But we'll be sending out kind of an email to gauge people's interest in Mm. in participating in upcoming men's Mm -hmm. ministry events. And And you're
0: working on some men's ministry stuff? Yeah, I'm helping
1: kind of do some administrative behind-the-scenes stuff. It's really... Like my husband is actually on the men's ministry committee, so it's Good. fun. I um, guess we
0: need to hire Tommy too. Yeah. Well,
1: he, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that's too many Gibbs. Too many Gibbs. Yeah. But he—it's been fun, like partnering up with him Good. on some men's ministry stuff, and somewhat bossing him around from the back behind. I love scenes. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, fun.
1: And then we're going to be working to bring back the father-daughter dance oh, and God. the mother-son warrior night next spring.
0: Uh, are both of those gonna be in the
1: spring? I believe so.
0: I guess the um mm-hmm. uh, the father daughter dance was always what in February mm-hmm. around Valentine's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. So God. everything's a little bit still up in the air, but mm-hmm. we're, you know, slowly getting not back to normal I would say. It's you know, we're really picking and choosing what events are gonna serve our church community the mm-hmm. best because people have been away from each other so long mm-hmm. and Having this break really allows us all to really reimagine what works or what, right. you know, what could work better instead of just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. But specifically, like, the mother-son warrior night and, like, the father-daughter dance, I've just been hearing from um, parents in the community that they really loved those opportunities Good. to connect with people. So Good. there are definitely some things that are um, work really great. Good. And, yeah.
0: That's fun. And as we get into the fall and get closer to Christmas, I know you guys will be trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's that going to look like. Yes. And are they going to be having the parade in La Jolla and, you know, all those different things yes. to consider?
1: Well, I'm glad to report that there will be participation in the Christmas parade. Really? Uh, it should be um, pretty similar to how it was in years past because I think last year it was kind of the, a reverse parade. Yeah, where, where you, did drove, they, oh, you right. drove through the parade, which maybe wasn't as exciting, but they yeah. did, you know, their best in what they needed to do because right. of COVID. So, yes. um, yeah, but I think they are getting back to, to the regular parade and we'll kind of come up with a fun, creative way to, to bring that to life. And Good. obviously reaching out to people to see if they want to come walk with us. and. Good. Yeah, have Yay. a fun time. I know it's crazy to think about we're already talking about Christmas in July. <laughs> I know. But
0: Christ, but Christmas in yeah. July, isn't that something? It that's is. a thing, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it is. Uhhuh. It its its a thing. Yeah. Well, you know it, it's here before we know it. I know. It comes so fast. So true. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't believe that either. Yeah. So, um well this is all really great.
1: Yeah, lots of exciting stuff yeah. in the pipeline and yeah. just kind of figuring it all out and um, yeah, getting excited to share What comes to be and and start inviting people back to these events. Good, good.
0: Yeah. Well, um, it's so great to have you at the church because you're such an awesome person and Mm -hmm. I love hanging out with you. (laughs) (laughs) So I love seeing you
1: all the time. (laughs) I know, it's true. I do get to see Shannon extra (laughs) because we're in the same uh, crew group. Bible variety. study, same Bible study yeah. group, yes, yes, which is such a blessing, yeah.
0: and so it's super fun, and um, and you have added already so much to the life of our church. So
1: you have to stay forever. <laughs> Thank you. I do. <laughs> it, it's, that's funny you say because I remember like early on when I first got hired, you were like, "And you're gonna start working more hours, right? <laughs> right? As and, the girls grow, yeah, your hours will grow. It's true. Yes." <laughs> So I mean, I am excited about the future and um, kind of. I mean, this summer is a little complicated just because the girls are not in school, sure. and so navigating um, childcare and working—it's yes. just always an interesting thing. And yes. so I am excited for the fall when I'll have more more hours to dedicate to this because I get excited every time I come on campus Good. and um, start my day with a prayer yeah. and you know really set my heart to what God's mission is because. Mm-hmm. Um, which is such a different perspective than than working in, you know, kind of the corporate startup world that I was before.
0: Right. I love that. Yeah. Well, is there anything you'd like to add before we close this little mini episode that we're doing? Mm,
1: I don't know. I think I talked a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You talked perfect. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Emily, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast was produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful technical director, Justin Kent.